Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Day indeed, Laurie and Julia show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Keeping warm are the two words that we're hearing a lot yesterday and all the way through tomorrow before we start to get some relief. Now, Gosh, some people went without heat last night. Oh my oh, gosh. I'm so I can't grateful. imagine the, the uh, calls to XL and no. uh, yeah. the other gas companies. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Alright, let's do our little okay, thing here. Right. A little pop culture jeopardy for you. Once again, you have to frame your response like it was a question. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Alright, here is your first one. Paula Coles... Oh, boy. I Don't Want to Wait was the theme song of this 90s TV drama. I. Who is? I don't no idea. Okay. What the is? 1980s? 90s. 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 Paula Cole's I Don't Want to Wait. Do you remember the song? No. no. Oh, you don't? Okay. Well, I mean, maybe if we heard Melrose it. Melrose uh, Place? Uh, good guess, but no. You're in the right kind L.A. Of, Law? Uh, no. Not, what is not Not Slandy? No. Think Younger. What is uh, 90210? Uh, close. Similar. Okay, what what is um young young cast the one with what the is yodel. Saved by the bell? Uh, no a drama. No, what is um what is thirty something? Uh, nope. Oh, that was a good guess, though, Lori. Guess, yeah. What is um? That's enough. Okay, guesses. just uh, all right. It yeah. is or it was Dawson's Creek. Ah, we never watched that one. Nope. Never, not never, even once. Not never. even peeked at it for uh, a half a sorry second. Sorry about that. Well, Jeopardy right, got we go. a point mm-hmm. in this nineties dramedy. Again. Yes. Josh Groban played a teenager who sued his girlfriend for dumping him. What was the show? What is Saved by the Bell? What is 90210? <laughs> no. What, what is Melrose Play? What is L.A. Law? No. Different law show. In 90s. I don't. I remember watching this episode. I'd never seen him before. What is it's coming to the, the one in Chicago? Oh, Chicago Law. What is E.R.? No, that's not. That, that's a hospital I show. I love it. <laughs> Lori like, is looking. I'm thinking. I'm I thinking this law show. I what is ER? Yeah. Think of another big Lori, law show. You just show. said that. It was sort of a dramedy, big show in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, Josh Groban. He was 18. We saw him for the first time. I, Donnie, we didn't we watch TV. Oh, we were going sorry. out. It was Allie McBeal. Ah, Allie McBeal. That was the one I was trying to think of before, but I know it was For the Vonda Shepard yeah. who sang the song. Vonda Shepard, that's yeah. right. She did I know. the theme song. Right I would have got that one. She's from White And I was doing this too, Lori, with my the neck. Waddle. I was the doing waddle. that for Lori for <laughs> the clues. Diane Cannon. I totally was yes, doing that to Lori for clues. All right, I think you'll get this one. Julia Roberts 
played Vivian Ward. What is Pretty Woman? Yep. Uh, yes, of course. It's a Pretty Woman. I was going to just say what is Pretty Woman yep. before you, as soon yeah. as you said yep. Julia Roberts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jerry Lundegaard hired thugs to commit this crime in Fargo. Oh, put somebody puts in the chipper. No, that's, no. Not, that's um, not what he hired him to do. Um, oh, yeah. He hired them to... St- to, to get him out of a parking speeding ticket. Nope. No. Uh, no. What did he hire those guys to do? To kill somebody. somebody. To kill somebody. No, no, actually, because okay. that wasn't it. Um, hired somebody to find somebody. No, no. Hired somebody to... Um, to stage a robbery. No, that wasn't it. That well, was I not what he hired okay. the guys to do. I can't remember it. I cannot remember. Okay. To, hired Melissa Peterman to be a hooker. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he hired those thugs... For kidnapping. That's kidnapping. We said took someone. We said found someone. No, that's the, that's right. the same. We're really kicking our ass. We're really okay. pathetic. All right, we well, got warm. I think you, frozen. Right, Danny, let's go I to think music. You, okay, oh, we're really good at that alone, one. Leave me alone. Okay, here we go. Music. This Queen hit contains the line "Dynamite with a laser beam." Guaranteed to blow your mind. Oh, she's a killer. Yeah, killer queen. I've got killer nothing. Queen. My brain is so frozen, frozen right now because okay. I'm I'm obsessed. I'm on a mission, Donnie. What are you on a mission about? Really? I can't say it out loud, can I? <laughs> Why do you always do that? No. Why do you do that? Then we okay. want to know. No, keep going, Donnie. How many more questions? No, we're done. That's, That's it. it. I won. Oh. Well, yeah. really, Jeopardy won. I was, Three to two. Well, Lori got one. You got I two. got two. You got two. You got two, yeah, Lori. Two out of the five. And yeah. anything in the night, you know, there's just black spots the in the brain. You know what I White lo- holes. You know what black I lo- holes. You know what I loved on every entertainment show that I saw last night and this morning? And on GMA and on the Today Show, every single one of the... Uh, at least in that morning entertainment section, they talked about Maroon 5 canceling their pre-Super Bowl press conference and showed Beyonce, her press conference was singing the national anthem. Prince turned his into you an You like Im- the shady shade? I did. Mm. Prince turned it into an impromptu concert. And uh, Bruno Mars was very fun and funny. And the Coldplay guys, it's like been tradition. And I mean... No, do we need Adam Levine to stand there and try and answer questions about criminal justice reform? Probably not. That sounds painful. But at the, then on the other side, you think, well, it would be a good exercise in draw, you know, coming up with a good answer like Gladys Knight did and just like ca- crafting a yeah. response. Yeah, doing something. Because it draws more attention, attention to them. To the negative. To the negative. So I predict that the Super Bowl halftime show is either going to be Messy as hell or boring as I'll get out. Or both. You didn't even give us the third option. <laughs> what was that? Great. Oh, yeah. No, I no. don't. I don't think it's going to be that. <laughs> I so, thought you were going to say. I think the NFL probably doesn't want Maroon 5 to do it. Uh, um, so he's just going to stay quiet. Maybe that's the best choice. I don't know. But to me, everybody was shading the hell out of it because the media like having that interaction. They were showing it. Mm-hmm. Going back well, of and course. I mean Prince comes out even, and does a full even mini jam. Justin Timberlake did it last year, Larry. Yeah, I know, I know, and he was able to come up with an answer. So okay, I thought you were going to say this. What I loved that they talked to um, Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lake. Oh, Cook. yes, she's all that twentieth anniversary. Oh, yes, and we learned that Vilo meant Ventimilo. Milo. Milo Milo was um, the house cleaner of Rachel Cook's yeah. house. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of people that were in that. I love Paul Walker was in it. She's from Minnesota, you know, and nothing really happened to her. I mean, now she's got a Hallmark movie she coming did, out and she's married with kids and stuff. But Rachel remember, Lake, she was going to be like the, 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 the it girl. The, well, Winona after Winona Ryder. Yeah. From Minnesota because she is from here. She was in a show on TNT several years oh, yeah, ago I called that. Perception with the guy from Will and Grace. Yep. Yep, I remember she's that. Darling. She was darling. Yeah, she was in that. And yeah. she was so cute. And she talked about, you know, the makeover at the end when she goes from the nerdy girl to the prom girl and goes to the prom with Freddie Prince. Jr. I liked her idea of having it. Uh, a reboot. You know, meet, well, just meeting now. It's the class reunion. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, Freddie, Freddie Prince Jr., when they interviewed him, I couldn't believe how gray he was. He's not smudging. No. He's a Hollywood... Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's got that pirate hair going on, the black and white. No, I mean, they do. A lot of guys in Hollywood smudge their hair. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, they do. You know, they do some smudging. Mm -hmm. In fact, I saw somebody getting smudged uh, at Jonathan Anton's salon. It looked so good. I said, I wish wish people would do that in Minnesota. He had his beard and his sides, and it Uh looked so nice. And, I mean, honestly. Uh Uh-huh. Well, whatever. By the way, did I tell you I did not? I've lost the Super Bowl crockpot fight. Lori, not only did you not need to tell me about Crockgate, I will tell you that I will tell you. I'm going to tell you how early. Be glad you're not invited to my house. I'm going to tell you how early you told me. Mm -hmm. Um. About crockpot. Yeah, gate? it was like seven p.m. last night. Yeah, oh no, I brought it up. She to lost Casey. immediately when she went home. Yeah, he, <laughs> she <laughs> did. You're not. I in- wasn't even home from work. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I have been involved in Super Bowl food ever since I've known Casey, and now he goes, "All right, if you don't want me to make pot ro- pot roast in the crockpot," he said, "I'll make the two words that spear dread in my heart." My spaghetti. I knew it. Which oh. I've never let him make, oh. except for like once <laughs> since we were married. Because, because there was literally, it was like he'd taken a, a, whisk, would... a whisk and just flung it at all the walls and on every surface. Yours it's is a bubbling pot. Yours is about not about taste. It, yours is about the mess. It's about the mess. Oh, Lori, 100%. it's so funny. I mean, literally, I wasn't home yet and I contained. heard the ding. Yeah, I know. And I, I started to laugh and I'm like, because I, I, I just like, nope. She didn't even get, you didn't even wor- at work into oh, the no. crockpot. He was game. like the godfather. He just put up his hand. No. <laughs> five people have told me how much they like that. And I go, yeah, the day they ate it five weeks ago. I know. It oh, is so goodness. funny. I'm going to make some kind of a hot dip just to feel better about well, my guests that are coming over. Okay. You know, just something. Okay. That's so that's- that. There's at least good appetizers. Oh, God, Lori, that made me laugh. All right, when we come back, I know. Let me tell you, wife, this is the way it's going to be, wife. (laughs) I'm going to make my pod roast. Everybody likes my pod roast, okay? Okay. That's the way it's going to be. That is the way it's going to be. But he's not threatening to go buy any of the vegetables or the bread or anything else that goes along with it. Serve it with sourdough. Huh? Yeah, I always do. I know. I want to, this is something that I heard last night, and I don't know that it's a do. I don't know that it's a necessary thing we need. We'll discuss when we come back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. I heard this last night in the news. All right. Besides all the weather stuff. And I just wonder if this is necessary. Okay. Have you felt like as a citizen of the great state of Minnesota, we have been missing... 
a state dog in uh, our moniker. So we have a state bird usually. We have a state flower. We have a state... Um, why do you need a dog? I I think this opens a can of worms because then what's the cat going to be? And then what's the... Right. You know, for everybody <laughs> else going to be... Right. But, what's going to be our reptile? But, um, they're saying that this is maybe added to... Um, the proposal is trying to bring some bipartisan levity to the session dominated by serious debates like budgets and taxes. So maybe uh, they want to figure out if we should name our state dog the Labrador. The Labrador is the number one dog in the United States. Yeah. Most people have them. Yeah, this, that's, I, this that, is all, that seems too pathetic. But doesn't it seem... <laughs> seems like it's so eager. It's so Minnesota. Only 12 <laughs> states nationwide have designated yeah, a state there's, dog. Because there's no reason to have a state no, dog. It doesn't really, mean no. anything. It's a meaningless It's award. not indigenous to our state. Right. Okay. Um, the like poodle, Alaska the owner of Poodle Sense in Harris, Minnesota, is upset. Yeah, the, who is um, the poodle owner is upset? Yes, okay. a poodle breeder. I mean, I just think that was silly. So, is it silly? It is silly. All right. If anyone wants to weigh in, that <laughs> it's silly. It's silly, or yeah. agree, you can please call us six five one six four one one zero seven one. But Lori's most excited to oh, hear. Yeah. But back to the dogs. Let yeah. me just tell you okay. one other thing. If you're calling to weigh in on something, this is something that. Um, the Royal Ponds Pet Salon is doing now to make your male dogs look prettier. They are... Feed um, them an egg every day? What, excuse me? Feed them an egg every day? No, this is what cold, happens yeah. at the salon and oh. people are just taking this and doing it at home. They're glittering the testicles on your dog. <laughs> no! <laughs> don't leave the potatoes alone! <laughs> A North Carolina pet salon posted the trend on their Insta page just to give people... A good Their laugh. dogs are going to lick the uh, It was glitter. using sugar and water and glitter oh, that's, that's yeah. edible. Okay. <laughs> so those balls I'm are going to be licked my nonstop. Because they're new dogs, a boy. We've never had boy dogs before. Yeah. So I'm going to ask them if they put glitter on Rudy's uh, testicles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened to Katie? They still have Katie. Oh. Katie's still around, but she's older. Yeah. Rudy's the new cutie, cutie, patootie. Rudy's the new hunter dog yes. in the family. Some the dogs new don't dog have in training. Potatoes anymore. That's right. Uh-huh. But I mean, I was shocked. I mean, because we always had girl dogs, and all of a sudden you see these big balls. Yeah, I think they look good in glitter. Mm-hmm. You know, but if it was edible, it's just for a little salon treatment. Oh, so okay. Oh, don't say edible in balls in the right. same, okay, same one. Okay, so um, TripAdvisor has come out with their 2019 Traveler's Choice Awards. Just it's to get, so early into 2019, but where she's are we going? Excited to get people. They're excited to get people excited about the top okay. hotels. Uh-huh. We're just going to do. From number five down, okay? Okay. Coming in at number five, and Lori really is only doing this to punish me because she gave me this article today because she wants to see how I pronounce them. She is watching alone with the phonetically spelled out hotels on her screen while I butcher every name coming out. Coming in at... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Number five. Yeah. Hotel Alpon Spa Texerhof. It's in Tux, Austria. All right. That's pretty good pronunciation, I would say. All right. You Coming know, in at number four. It, it really just looks like, I mean, I have no interest in going here just based on a very nice day at a beautiful hotel. That's nothing. They're giving us nothing, nothing. there, Lori. Right. Okay. Coming in at number four. Kenting Amanda Hotel in Henchung Pinchum. <laughs> okay. It's in Taiwan. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, and it's uh, a Moroccan escape. Okay, but oh. how would you pronounce the city? Uh, Kentin Amanda Hotel okay. in Hung Chun Pung Tong. <laughs> Do you think you're right? I, yeah. I mean, okay, it's right you, as you, you said it with more confidence. Well, I, I'm going to add confidence. Okay, I'd come Coming in at number three, Varos Hotel in Siem Reap, Cambodia. I think that's pretty good. I have, yeah. Okay, what do okay. they say about that hotel? They said chic, tranquil, green, and luxurious. Cambonius. It's a great to place to see the stunning temples. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Okay, coming in on at number two, uh-huh. the Hotel Belvedere in Riccioni, Riccioni Italy. Riccioni, Italy. That's oh, it. that looks beautiful. Doesn't Tell us it? about that one. Well, it just says, I keep coming back because of the fantastic vibe, wonderful staff, excellent guides, and amazing cycling. Oh, it's for bikers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And coming in at number one, Traveler's Choice, mm-hmm. is Tulamar Bungalows and Villas and Manuel Antonio Costa Rica. Wow. These look amazing. Now, do you agree with that one? Do well, you I, think that should be number one? What's so amazing about the I Tulamar? I always wonder if on TripAdvisor, because it's not like, um, I just wonder if it's like, like people are getting paid for these sure. like these spots or whatever. It doesn't say because everything when you go to look at pictures, it takes you to check availability. Oh, really? Do you like? Do you? You but know? I mean, I like. You've going never to, been to Costa Rica. No, I have not, Julia. I've been you, a lazy uh, winter weather traveler. I I kind of repeat winter vacations. Do you want? I don't have a desire to go to Costa Rica. That's one place I just. Uh, never I have. have a desire to go to the Tulamar bungalow, bungalows and villas. Now that I'm staying, uh, how much at is it, it a night? Um. All right, Julia. Like if we were going, let's say February 9th. Okay. How much for a week? That's prime season, shall we say? Mm-hmm. That will be. Um, oh well, it's not even available. All right, well, you keep looking on that. Okay, Um, let's see. There's lots of places to stay, but I I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Lori said this at the beginning of our show Mm -hmm. in a tongue twister. It's so cold that it's colder right now here than on Mars. The high on Mars on Monday of this week was 23. Most of the Midwest and Canada didn't even come close to 23 degrees. Right. Another two, it's too cold to break the law. The police in Princeville, Alabama, and Noblesville, Indiana have both banned crime. Yeah. They put out a message just saying it's too damn cold for you to do anything illegal. (laughs) Don't even think of trying it. That Mars thing, Uh our temperatures are better than the lows 
today on Mars, but the bad news, they're lower than the highs. Yes. Uh, yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Got it. Do it. Do it. Puff, puff. It's too cold to talk. Protect your lungs from severe cold. Avoid taking deep breaths. Minimize talking outside and wear a scarf over your mouth. Mouth. Okay. And nose. All right, good. there you go. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right, we'll be back with Chef's Surprise. Here my talk traffic brought to you by the Choice Minnesota Golf Show. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. Trending online this afternoon, the polar vortex continues to trend. Uh, many school districts in the state of Minnesota going to be closed tomorrow, so you'll want to double check and see whether or not school is in session here, uh, there, and everywhere uh, because it's still going to be really cold. Just a high and negative one tomorrow. Uh, also trending online this afternoon, it would be Zara and their weird new logo that's all smushed together. People are really quite baffled by why Zara would change the font on their logo. And also trending online this afternoon would be Filmstruck's replacement. Now that was the classic movie streaming service that came to an end late last year. And Criterion is launching their own streaming service. It will launch on April 8th. It's called the Criterion Channel. So if you like art house and classic movies, you're in luck. There will be a place to watch those. You know, Criterion does an amazing job. They restore a lot of the movies. They go in and they get rid of all those scratches and the dirt and they fix the audio. They really do an amazing job restoring classic films. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, well, they've been giving us the runaround. First it was on Hulu. Then they were on Filmstruck. Now they have their own streaming service, which you will have to pay more money for. But it will be worth it. All right. That's what's trending here at My Talk. And want to remind you to join Bradley, Alexis, and Don for Big Climb Minneapolis. It's a stair climb event to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society on Saturday, February 16th. Sign up now with the discount code MYTALK to register for just 10 bucks and 71 cents. You have an option to climb 53, 105 floors or be a virtual climber. All the details on our website, mytalk1071.com keyword climb. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com I'm right here, ready yeah. to go. I'm not drifting at all. I know, but did uh, uh, the buttons push? Damn it! So uh, don't you? Lizzo don't do was it. on in the middle of Ellen's show I yesterday. I know she was whooping it up, and she bought dancers. And she did the flute, and yeah, she was like fun. It's on got, our homepage if you want to watch. It. Is that it? okay? It's fun. It's fun. Okay, so this morning uh, on the Today Show. Uh, Kate Spade's niece, Rachel Brosnahan, who we know as the marvelous Miss Maisel, Mrs. Mrs. Maisel, uh, and another, I think it was the... Um, Kate Spade's best friend. Yes, her, her one of her yeah, dear friends, self-described. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on together because there's something happening with the Kate Spade brand. We've got some photos of everything that they're talking about. We've got that posted for you on our show page. But she's, uh, Mrs. Maisel's the new face of the Kate Spade spring campaign. Here we go. Kate Spade was just so interesting because so many of us felt like we knew her because we carried one of her items. But you guys obviously knew her in such a different way, her niece and her best friend. Tell us, uh, Elise, about about the Kate we didn't know, the one you knew. 
Ah, uh, she had the best sense of humor yeah. of anyone I've, I've ever known. She was a practical joker, mm -hmm. um, and you know we had so much fun together. We, we constantly played practical jokes on each other. You know what? It's only been seven months, and I was thinking about how quick kind of time goes. But I remember when I had lost someone close to me. I remember always like reaching to pick up the phone. Like you almost forget she was that close to you. Do you still like? Feel I her still want to pick up the phone yeah. often. Yes. What, do you, what would you want to talk to her about? Like what kind oh, of? Oh, could things? be anything. Yeah, it could be anything. It's it's the daily things that you call your friend about, your best friend about. You say, "You can't believe what just happened to me." Yeah. Um, so I, I do miss that. You know, it's always oh, yeah. so difficult to talk about suicide, right? When the death is by suicide, you know, it's did you, it's like it, it's. I miss her. Yeah, but I, I mean, her, it, that's always the thing, the specter of it, yeah. because that person... And she said committed suicide. I thought you'd notice that, too, and I thought, hold on, we're better than that, aren't we? Yeah. Instead of die by suicide, I noticed that right off right, the bat. Yeah, right away, and because like, it sounds you so... You can't say right, that. Yeah, it's right. very shaming to say that, I because was shocked. we commit rapes, people commit murders, mm -hmm. people commit robbery. And I robbery. feel like it's been kind of the, the change in the... Uh, but everyone says died by suicide and I was shocked I that know, she I said was it that too. way. I was too and I feel like that kind of maybe took Elise off because even that question almost it was has this, has a feeling even though Hoda is not being insensitive, you know she she's isn't mean at all. It, but it, right. it, it like it feels like it, an injustice or something. Yeah, I don't know. Something. I really right away. I, I was just, just like my, uncomfortable. Yes, yeah, so yeah. was I. Okay, so here then Rachel Brazen because it has only been seven, seven months. months, and Kate Spade sold her Kate Spade line like ten years ago to spend more time with her family. She and her husband had started this business. You know, she'd been working her butt off, and I think her daughter was like maybe four. Yeah, when she sold the business and for um, sixty million dollars. Yeah, and then just a couple years ago, she started a line called Frances Valentine, which is her daughter's name. Yes. That maybe enough time had passed with a no computer, right, no sure. line. So here's Rachel Brosnahan um, talking about what she lost when her Aunt, aunt Kate uh, uh, took her life. What did you lose the day that, that Kate passed? I mean, one of the closest members of our family, certainly. Um, and as, as I said, you know, one of the kindest and most generous people I've ever had the privilege of knowing. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and, you know, we were so touched, I think, hearing in the wake of this unthinkable tragedy that we all experienced together, uh, how many other people had been touched either by her personally, by her mm -hmm. work, by her designs. It was something that really meant a lot to us and still does. And, you know, mm -hmm. and that's, and so she's, again, I think Rachel, but, she's so lovely. We were, we saw that in the green room, the press room. She really is. She has such a polished. sense of assurance and polish yeah, for somebody really, who, what is she, 28? She mm, carries herself so, yeah. unbelievably well. Very sophisticated yes. and very, yeah. Mature. Yes, she She, she feels does. mature. Yeah, even though she looks so young and we know she just is this uh, phenomenal actress. Right. But you kind of forget like she's like wow this mm -hmm. this gal can really i don't know that Articulate. i could have articulated right. something like that at 28 years old about that but then now here they're talking about the new line of bags there is sort of a new line that's out there and is it vintage kate spade like tell tell us a little it bit is, about it it is vintage modern yeah it's we're keeping kate's designs and creativity and spirit alive yeah. through francis valentine uh -huh. um with 
beautiful bags, and they're they're really classic. They are something you could wear 10 years ago or 10 years from now and mm -hmm. still pull that piece out of your closet and say, oh my God, I love mm -hmm. that piece. I love it. Yeah. Do you remember, Rachel, the first piece you ever had of, of Kate's? Well, <laughs> years ago, there yeah. was a Rachel bag. So For I you. think that was probably yeah. my first one. Yeah. Uh, I remember, yeah. And, but again, I said this, but it was so, it was so lovely to hear all these stories about yeah. everyone's first bag. And Frances Valentine was uh, Katie and Elise's mm -hmm. latest endeavor. Mm -hmm. um, and the bags are just stunning. They're bright and colorful and have beautiful shapes. And I know Katie had always talked about being inspired by my grandmother, June, her mother, mm -hmm. um, ripping things straight out of her closet. And I feel like that spirit still lives on as well. So it's really lovely to see those those special pieces of our family reflected through this collection and the ones before. And you know, seriously, posted, I looked at it. Looked at it yeah. I looked at it. It's straight out of the 60s. I yeah. recognize these straw bags with the leather handles as my mom's. I mean, yes. the shoes, the coat, everything. It's straight out of the 60s with great colors. And yes. just, we were talking about it. We remember when we first both got our Kate Spade bags, but they were knockoffs on Canal, on Canal Street, Street in the early oh, yeah. 90s yes. when we went on a trip to New yeah, York. Yeah, we were like, oh, we've got to get a Kate Spade, but we're not going to buy a real one. We no. we didn't. Because we, they were like $235, and it was just it like was too such, much. But you had to have a Kate yeah, Spade. Yeah, I know. That it. was the bag. I know it. Oh, it was gosh. the bag. Uh, okay, here's play the next one, Donnie. Why did you think it was important to be the face of this? Because people are going to be seeing you with, with this line. Well, when Elise asked it just seemed like the most natural fit you know i think when you when you lose someone you love very very much you spend a lot of time trying to think about how to keep their spirit alive how they can live on for you and that's through memories but also you know in katie's case there there is so much of her left behind and and this was an opportunity for us to celebrate her life and her legacy mm -hmm. and how much she meant not only to us, but, but to so many other people and the impact that she's had on the fashion industry. It was a really special experience and the collection is just beautiful. She's such a perfect face she for is. any brand because think about it. One of the things about Mrs. Maisel is the fashion mm -hmm. on that show mm -hmm. is outstanding. The and makeup. Mrs. Maisel gets to wear the most incredible Coats, hats, handbags, her mom's dresses, yep. pants. I mean, she really. The there fashion, would have been a million fashion people. is another character in that the show. Oh, yeah, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah. yeah, because it really. Because I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people would have wanted Rachel Brosnahan, and this is a family thing. You can tell she's yes, passionate yes. about it. it. Looks yeah. like they've gone back to Kate Spade, some stuff from her early collections, yes. and read read did it because yep. you know it's. Why not? Everything comes back. Well, sure. let's play the last one because I thought this was really, again, Rachel Brosnahan. She is so well-spoken and um, Hoda does ask about, she does bring up mental health. There are a lot of people watching probably at this very moment who are struggling with mental illness. They're probably, you know, they watch and they wonder like how to find strength. Is there, what thoughts do you have for anyone who may be going through a really just difficult time, maybe in this very moment? Yeah, life is hard. There are, there are so many of us who have experienced the high highs and low lows that, that, um, that, life can contain and I know that it can be so difficult to reach up out of the darkness um, but you are absolutely never ever alone and uh, and please do reach out
and, and everyone else, reach out to the people that you love and remind them that you love them. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, wasn't that, because that, that's really, a hard question yeah, to, yeah. to answer, answer, you know, the way, and she just like was, I mean, I don't know, I just really, we, we love her. She's we love so, her. she's lovely. Lovely. And Marin Hinkle, her mom on the show, also wears clothes very well. And Marin Hinkle, I think, should be get a Revlon contract or something. She's above that, Lori. Or L'Oreal. <laughs> she can be a L'Oreal that. lady. I feel like... But she, L'Oreal yeah. is where all the money... I mean, no, that's I where know. you get the match. Yeah, I mean, I know. I'm, just, I'm just saying. And she she's could lovely. Do, this is the woman who Lori took the, the SAG staff. award from in the media room. I was, I was wondering who it was. Oh, yeah. She was offering it around, but, but we did have fun with the cameras. Yeah. You're back and forth, back and All forth. Right, She's listen, lovely. Lo- and- really? Yeah. yeah. We're fans. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Sex in the city is hitting the Hamptons. What? So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Julia, what is the meaning of this? Let's Cam- get Candace, Candace Bushnell, uh, who, of course... Penned in the Observer, Sex in the City column, yes. which became the book, which became the TV series, which became the movie in the Worldwide Phenomenon, which became and has been in our studio. Yes, she has. So cute, and she, was married to the ballerina from Minneapolis, ballerina from Bloomington, Charles. They're no longer married. I know it, but anyway, mm-hmm. just that's the memory. Mm-hmm. So, Lipstick Jungle wasn't that her book? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It didn't it and it became a, a Darren Star TV show, mm-hmm. and we loved it. But she announced Monday night her new book is called Is There Still Sex in the City? And it will be set in the, you know, the moneyed area uh, known as Long Island. And she moved from Manhattan to the Hamptons following her divorce from Charles Oscard. If that is not a Scandinavian last name. Is this going to be a novel? It. She got divorced from him in 2012. Well, it's, right. it's, it's, it's as explicit as ever. The book opens with a vaginal rejuve laser treatment, which she declared to be the rage among all the ladies of the Hamptons. We're going to learn so much. Well, I can't a wait. There's a Q&A. Donnie, you have to get her on. The book will go on it's sale August. in August. Yes, it's yeah. a, I know. I already got it. Right. Yeah, she what? and she said it's my life, just like the first book was oh, my I'm life. Excited. Following women my age and what our lives are like. Well, she wrote life in the Hamptons. The book will also have some heartfelt moments as it pays homage to Bushnell's dear friend, the beloved publicist Janine Pelper. And again, this is from page six. They used the wrong words, but she died by suicide last summer. Okay. So okay. I mean, I I'm would excited. the Hollywood speak on this is we this we need her to write this book. I love it. Be- and when she talks about answering all the questions, because I know so many people who have questions about vaginal rejuve. When you even just started out like that, because so many people have been talking about it, but no one has answers. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel last night with Viola Davis said, like, he, you know, I don't know what you know. She, menopause is all about and she says yeah you don't want to know we barely know what it's all about there's so many things there's so many words out there now and it's like what is it things that go you know and i you know anyway but we're yeah i i'm thrilled i'm thrilled too yay yay Yay. so donnie you made a note oh yes i want to i because we've been really reading a lot of thrillers and stuff lately i'm ready for a good Juicy. Well, and I just, the thing with, that we appreciate about, uh, you know, Candace Bushnell, and one of the things that honestly we were in awe of when we met her is it really does take a fearlessness as well as being able to write as 
wickedly funny and in a satirical way that Candace Bushnell to talk about your to, life and, and, and yeah, and I mean it, she is she Carrie Brad. She is Carrie Bradshaw. Yep, she owned all it. that wondering, all that mm-hmm. musing that was, you know, all the one night, all the man, everything. Yeah. She owned it, and this will be interesting about yeah. her life post. You yeah, know. which a lot of people can relate to because she got yep. divorced in her fifties. You know, she married late. She was like a, a bachelor. You know, she didn't get married till she was like 43 for the right? first time ever. No, I I am thrilled about this, yeah. Lorraine. Okay. All right, Busy Phillips. Busy Here. tonight. Busy Sundays tonight. and Mondays. That's at, still on, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it is. She gets quite a few people. Uh-huh. People know her in Hollywood. Yeah. She's. I, I think she, you know, Tina Fey is a the producer. They're, I need to watch it again. I just need to have somebody on that I'm interested. But I do like what somebody, she's fun to follow on Instagram and she's Twitter. She's totally, yeah. But and anyway. And that's what launched her, by the way. Yes, it is. Um, well, her acting. Well, her acting. Her, yeah, Dawson's Creek. Hello. But anyway, here's what she tweeted. Um, because we tweeted it with an L.A. Times article. L.A. Councilman seeks a temporary ban on scooters, electric scooters. Oh, they did. They're we doing were, it. And we were just we there. were just having this fit out Here's there. Here's what she said. I can't stand these scooters everywhere. And I also think they're a safety hazard. Also, I just think they're dumb. And we, Julia and I took a long walk down Santa Monica Boulevard. It was so beautiful Friday afternoon. People just throw them over. Well, there's scooters everywhere. And then we asked our Lyft drivers about it. And they just said, oh, yeah, they're just a nightmare for drivers. Yeah, right. Because they don't, they well, drive on the sidewalk. Casey and I almost hit a scooter over by McAllister because we were creeping out. It was kind of icy or a little bit of snow. And this guy zips by. Now, this is like... You know, maybe a month ago, but if we had creeped out, if we'd even been on the break, I mean, the gas just even like at two miles an hour instead of doing the the stop and go creep, mm-hmm. we he would have hit us, but we would have felt terrible, mm-hmm. and we would have been at fault probably. I mean, they are a safety hazard, and there there's no kickstand, so they just throw they them just over, and they just slam down. Right. It really. I hate that they got to come into Minnesota, and Without I think that. Any... But I think that the city governments say... are working on yeah, that. Yeah, they are. Anyway, so anyway, we agree with you. Yeah. Got to think, you know, in Hollywood, you, you know, to make things happen. We also, anywhere. we've never talked about it. What? Palm Tree Gate. This is a sad thing, Donnie. We learned Palm Tree Gate. We'll save it for later in the okay. show. Yeah, that's, that's got, just like such a segue of epic proportions <laughs> well, that we, we got to save it. We I'm going to save it yeah, because save it's it. really okay. something the interesting. California memory. It is. All right. So Tina Fey, who produces Busy Phillips show, they, she and Busy were at the Television Critics Association, oh. which is where Neil Justin, Neil Justin is. is right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they were on a panel and they were asked the question, is TV better than, than movies at giving women more chances to be in charge and Tina Fey and busy Phillips. First of all, they said yes in mm-hmm. unison. And then, um, Tina Fey said it's a hundred percent true. Movies are a mess. The TV is better than movies in every way. Mm. And think of all this restructuring that's going on with all the buyouts of the studio and everyone belongs. And even just like that one of- thing Holly told us, oh, the Hollywood, they're going to make one movie a year by a woman. And it's like, oh, yeah, yay, big yeah. deal. Yeah. I mean, it's, we're committed. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, she just said there's just something like women get to decide what's on the TV more often than we get to decide what movie we're seeing on the weekend. So I'm all for it. Yeah. So anyway, and this showrunner, um, 
I don't know what shows she's done. Cassie St. Own, because she was also on the panel. Okay. And she just said, I moved my way up the ladder in television. Yeah. Because you learn everything. I guess that you learn to learn take in a go. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, okay, so we agree with that. I totally. Justin Bieber fans, remember they were all excited about the House of Drew. Why he didn't call it the House of Bieber, I don't know. That's such a marketing one. Is that his middle name? I don't know, but oh, House maybe. of Drew is just a bad when it's Bieber's. Yeah. I'm, it should have been called the House of Biebs. Yeah, something. House of Bieber, I would have called it. Anyway, remember the $4.99 um, um, slippers. The smiley face hotel yeah. slippers, and they were four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So people were like, "Oh, you know, how exciting! Of, It'll be of, affordable." Yeah. Is there a section for broke people? One fan inquired on the Instagram account because the um, the things range forty eight for a t shirt, ninety for a hoodie, <laughs> and one twenty eight and one forty eight. Can I for, tell like, you pants. why they don't name it after him? People wouldn't wear it. Yeah, Lori, I'd be embarrassed. My kids, if I ever bought them something from the, the House, House of Bieber. Bieber They'd be embarrassed. Yeah. It, yeah. And House of Drew. It is, is it? his middle name. Yeah, but yeah. I mean. But no one knows. No, no one knows that. But no one has the association with him, so they maybe they'd buy it if they're good clothes. I well, wouldn't buy anything that. People were less than impressed right. with the pricing. Well, it sounds like it. Yeah. And then the fact that they had led for a couple months with the four ninety nine hotel slippers that people were really excited. They did sell out, you know, the 20000 they made. Kids her. love to wear those. Mm-hmm. Boy, no one ever the lazy dressing. <laughs> it's what it is. <laughs> they wear it them is. outside. No, it is. It is. <laughs> All right. Truly. All right. Listen, we got some. Uh, we got a really sweet Hollywood story invo- involving Barbara Streisand.